Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, the head of global happiness with convert.com, Dennis Vanderheiden, uh, also happened to be the founder and CEO. Uh, Dennis, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah. And so go ahead and explain what convert.com does. Uh, It's an A-B testing tool for websites and apps uh, near the future. So what that means is you can install something on your website and then change something and measure the impact. So before uh, you make risky moves, you might want to change that and um, measure if that's going to either improve or risk of revenue loss. And before you actually do that, you install convert.com and run something that will be called conversion optimization programs and hoping that you're gaining more than you're losing and you can actually prove that. Yeah, well, I'm going to ask a really dumb question here, but it needs to be asked, why is that important? <laughs> well, what we've seen in the past is um, that you you just make a change and hope for the best because either your marketing department, your designer, or whoever does it actually says it's going to work. And you run with it and you actually never really know if it's going to work until yeah. afterwards. And so what A-B testing does is allows you to test multiple versions of the same website or app at the same time, run it, and see which one is improving. And if none of them are improving, then you actually saved yourself a whole lot of money. And if they are winning, you now have a new and better version of the message, the imaging, the colors, or the product, whatever you're trying to improve on. Um, you now know that it's actually going to work. This is how Amazon is making all that money. They run a thousand A-B tests every day. Wow. At the same time, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so um, so the consequence of, of not taking this part seriously is that we're potentially losing a lot of money if you've got a website. Um, so... Mm-hmm. In the world of, and and I know that there may be other tools out there, maybe they're just kind of like WordPress plugins um, mm-hmm. or, or that sort of thing. So where does uh, where does convert.com kind of um, outshine the other options? Okay. Yeah, we focus mostly on enterprise kind of tools. So if you have a million visitors or more every month to your website, that's kind of where the additional problems start. Um a small detail. You can make a change and there's a small flicker. You still see the old version and the new version. Not only you see it, but also Google sees it and lowers your SEO rankings. So it gets more and more complicated with more visitors and more money involved. So you really want to do that lightning fast to make sure uh, the statistics are valid, Google's happy, and your visitors are not kind of uh, surprised what's happening on the website. It just lowers trust. You just see things flicking around. You see an old price and then the slightly different price. I was like, what's happening here? 
And so in this kind of level that we're playing at, this kind of technical challenges do exist and we're solving that for them. Um, so you mentioned, you've mentioned Google a couple of times. Why does Google care? Um, well, Google has, by the way, really interesting tools for themselves that you can use for free, by the way. So people have uh, a tool called Google Optimize, for example. They can optimize and A-B test their sites for free. So if you're a smaller customer, that's really nice to start. But Google is also the biggest search engine. And the search engines right now, and we're talking about July there were new updates and something that was really important for them was the user experience. So does it load fast? Does it load well mobile? Do you make banners pop up? And it's like, this is all not what we want. So we want the results that come from Google search engine to our users that use a Google search engine to be clean and clear and useful. And so if you're using the wrong tools, uh, you see flickering happening and Google doesn't like that, will give you a lower ranking. And so you might lose against the competitor if you use another tool. So this is why it's important where you pick certain tools over others. It's one of those things that you have to consider in our field. Yeah. Um, in terms of kind of um, feature set uh, or robustness, you'd mentioned that you're primarily an enterprise level um, solution, websites that are doing a million plus. Um, what might they find uh, if they just use a, a lower cost solution uh, for an enterprise level atmosphere, like why why should they make the upgrade to um, to convert.com? Well, for enterprise, we are the low level uh, tool, yeah. actually. <laughs> so that's an interesting question, but it's it's really interesting. We decided to be kind of the IKEA of the space. Mm. So we're, I'm not sure if that's for everybody. And I think uh, people in your audience have to decide what they want to do in there. If you're selling to enterprise, normally you have a whole batch of uh, salespeople and BDRs and SDRs working to fill your funnel. And you're trying to sell at the highest price. You're hiding your price from your website. Mm -hmm. And if a customer comes along, that is kind of a, a multi-billion dollar corporation, you're like, oh, that's kind of a $150,000 tool for us. And if somebody's less fortunate in, 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 in funding, you might say the same kind of feature set yourself for 30. So you're going for value-based pricing. And that's true. It just didn't fly with us. It's just not how we are. We have a very different core conscious kind of business. And it's not always revenue maximization, which is odd. And so we decided to put everything transparent. So not a whole battery of salespeople. Doesn't really matter if you're HubSpot, if you are Mozilla, if you are a really big e-commerce site, just add your credit card and talk to a salesperson if you want a year contract. But we're not going to massively oversell you. It's just the same price. Mm -hmm. And so it is a different kind of play. It is a play that is um, still... 700 to 1500 dollars a month but uh, it's also not the 100,000 a year kind of a play so it just felt different to us as founders we are we are what we call a conscious business we're i would say almost a b corp uh in how we act and how we stand in the world and we just didn't want the headache of selling different price skills depending on how much you can afford it just didn't work with us as founders. And so we decided to build on transparency. Yeah, there's kind of like the, uh, you know, the, I remember talking with, uh, when we were 
deciding, well, how were we going to price our, this is a while back when we were going to price our PR services. You know, I had one guy that said to me, he says, well, you know, I'm kind of like the dentist that looks in, in the mouth and sees a, sees a bad, four bad teeth and says, oh, you know, that's going to be a thousand dollars. And if the person goes, oh, uh, oh, really? And yeah, per, and then listen to the response, uh, per tooth, you know, so it kind of adjusts, you know, just based on. Yeah, that's very much value-based pricing. Yeah. Looking yeah, at the watch yeah. and you're like, nah, maybe that's going to be okay. But I like, you know, I love that you're very transparent about pricing and then transparent about quite a few other things on your website as well. Um, so one, a couple of things that, that, uh, that Convert has been uh, committed to uh, is, is kind of doing good. It's just, you know, kind of the core part of doing business. Can you talk about why you do that? Makes me sleep good at night, Josh. That's it. I mean, why do you want to be in business? It's like the core essence of what we do. Um, if you want to be only in the business of making revenue, I think you can do that. I think you shouldn't do that longer than five years. I think it's mentally not a very healthy play. Um, there must be something more why you do that. And we build Convert um, not in a hierarchy. We have something called a holacracy, which is a management style that's very different, flat, no managers. We decided that we wanted to just build a better kind of company for mostly our team members. So the customers are there to fund a great company. It's kind of weird. Like We need customers to have more converters so we can have a better experience because being a converter means a lot. Like you're part of a family, we pay you well, we treat you with enormous respect, lots of trust, no micromanagement. And so on top of that, every product that we make, we offset in carbon, we're carbon neutral, 15x yeah. car carbon positive. We're actually trying to, we're trying to make things better for the people that have experiences, remote workers. We've been doing this for six years now. Um, like remote work is maybe more common in the US, but if you're from the Philippines or from Mexico, that's not always a possibility. And getting a really good pay working remote in a company that trusts you, where you don't have to check in, you don't have to check out, you don't have to log your hours, there's no keyboard logger, you don't have to report much more than once a week. We're building a fantastic environment where people say, I like this so much that I want to take this to any other future job. I wouldn't be able to work without it. And if I leave Convert, which rarely happens, but does, they're looking for environments that offer that. And I think you're, I'm thinking, I'm not only doing business, I'm spreading kind of a philosophy of business yeah. where people are, they want to work there because, and I think that's maybe newer, gener younger generations have that more than, than the older. They're like, they're coming oh, yeah. out of school. It's like purpose. We need some sort of purpose. Like just making money is not cutting it anymore. And I think we caught on six, seven years ago. Um, with the birth of, of one of my children. And yeah, the whole thing changed, pre-midlife crisis kind of thing. And <laughs> I think that's what we wanna, we wanna do. We wanna make things better. And so, well, yeah, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, well, based on current trends, um, you definitely ahead of the curve, um, you know, in the great uh, kind of resignation uh, wave uh, of, of this yeah. year, uh, that's what a lot of employees working with very traditionally minded companies are expressing 
Like I want to work in an environment kind of like you just described. Um, So tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more about how you can get away with that or how you can do that. Because I think a lot of maybe managers and leaders are listening to this and going, Oh my gosh, there would be utter chaos. Things wouldn't get done. And, and we'd miss deadlines. And that, that sounds like too much, uh, you know, for too much freedom. Yeah. Well, this is, that's obviously it's a big fear and I understand it. And I was there, like I was really there. I was the one that built processes for people. You had checklists. This is how you write a blog, a 50 point bullet points. And it all had to be there. You have to check off. And there's another person that checked the person. And there was another person that checking the other person's checking. It was really a, a kind of company that maybe many of your listeners have right now. And it's very stressful. And I looked at my children and we're looking at them as like, my children have more freedom at five years old than my employees have at 40. That's weird. Like, why do I trust a five-year-old more than a 40-year-old? Like, (laughs) I trust them in their development. I trust them that they will walk. I will trust them that they will find a way to write and make friends and be social. And in my case, maybe learn a couple languages by the situation where we're in. And why not with the team members? And I stumbled upon the tech talk from Holacracy and I was like, that sounds interesting, scary, weird. How do you even start? And the start was the willingness of a founder saying, I don't like the company where I'm heading. Whatever work, like, I'm sure if you are multi-year founders and you work 10 years in the company, there will be multiple of those moments where you go up and wake up. It's like, I don't like to work for my own company. And and that happens sometimes. And that's okay. And like it happens if you're, you don't like your children. Maybe you don't like your wife at one moment in time. You have to go through a process to make that work again. And for us, it, it became a flat organization. And we have checks we have very structured checks. So this is almost like an ISO structure of organization. So everything is massively defined. So we put fences around the entire company, then mm-hmm. around every, every home and every room. So you're free inside that space to do whatever you want with the condition you don't hurt the space the building, the environment. And we have to trust you that you don't. And if we make a mistake, and you make a mistake, and that's okay, then we're going to apply a new rule that we didn't need or didn't think we needed, and then we're going to make the rule. But only then we can assume that you're not going to destroy my company. That's where this starts. (laughs) Like, that's where it starts. Please don't destroy the company. Other than that, you have free reign to do, you know, get done what needs to be done. It kind of starts like that. It's like, (laughs) I mean, we can, I mean, you have to don't do a couple of checks for for fraud and, and how yeah. do you wires and things yeah, like sure. that but and who signs off and that's that's okay that those are the bigger things that can go wrong but we should assume that somebody writing a blog knows more about blog writing than somebody mm. that sells we just have to otherwise why on earth did you hire the person it starts with trust you didn't hire the right person you don't trust them fire them yeah because otherwise you're going to Bring on lots of pain. So hire great people with trust and authority in their field and set them free to do what they do best. They decide the tools that they need. And if they don't want those tools anymore, let them buy new ones, give them a credit card, give them a good pay, give them trust, 
and do weekly check-ins. Every Monday, everybody updates in the entire company all the mini roles that they are being accounted to. They're saying, what have you been moving forward last week? And that's it. We just read those. And if, if there's things to correct, we'll do that. Dennis, how do you and your team hire for that? Uh, like what, what, what do you do during the hiring and or recruiting process that other people might do a little bit differently? Um, the first round of hiring is mm, there's two people that receive the resumes. Um, mostly, actually, we stopped doing resumes now. We have a form you fill out. And in the form, that's it. We don't do resumes. You give it's your so LinkedIn funny. Page. We don't do resumes anymore. <laughs> we don't do resumes. Why don't you do it resumes anymore? I, I don't care what you did five years ago. It's like, yeah. can you solve the solution last week? How did you handle that with your boss when he was upset? How was the wow. customer responding? When, like, I don't care where you were five years ago. I mean, you were maybe in school, but then had a fantastic experience as a bartender and you'll be great because you always love computers and tech support. I mean, I don't care. I don't care where you are from in the world. I don't care what languages you speak. You speak English correctly. That's all we need. I don't care where you live. I don't care about your religion. I don't need to know all that. It's irrelevant for the job. So we actually, the first round is completely blank hiring. If they filled out, um, they fought or she or he, we remove all that. Those filters then go to the first uh, level of person that needs uh, a new team member, and they see in a completely anonymized, no languages, no in, no universities, no location, yeah. nothing to identify a gender or anything. And it's like, based on this, would you like to make him pass the next round? And then another person outside the roles that hire them will do a value interviews. Are you in line with the values? How would you treat a customer? Would you cheat to get this done? Um, like, how far would you go in this side? How far on that side? So it's more ethics and values. And then, only then, the plant name will give an, a secret name to a person because we don't share the names inside the company. Then there is actually an interview. And at the moment that the camera goes on, Josh, it is that's the moment you see who you have in front of you. And you have to ask, in my system, you are uh, you are uh, a tree name, so you are an oak. What's your real name? Because I don't still don't know it. Like at, the, <laughs> at that moment, we asked the name, and the person's like, well, "Why did you know?" Because it's anonymous. The entire wow. process is completely anonymous. And so we have lots of value checks. We have, and again, we move the trust to the other person. We also ask a video. We don't see that because we transcribe it. So mm -hmm. the hiring person will see the transcript and again, anonymize. But in there, it's camera on, we're a remote company. You need to be able to talk. You need to be able to communicate. So um, yeah, those are some of the things that we may do different than other people, um, I think, on the hiring process. And on top of that, we publish the salaries on the job posting. If it's not a fit, don't come. There's no yeah, negotiation. It's nice to know it's that like, in advance. <laughs> it's like it's like our it's like our pricing page. It's like yeah. it's there. You either pay six ninety nine. You want a discount? Pay you in advance. You want more discount? Sorry, like there is just none of that. And so, this is your salary. This is the amount of hours we expect you to work. There's a condition. You might want to work one hour in this particular time zone because of meetings. So since there's like. 
18 countries. We sometimes have some challenges on meeting times. So we would like you to be present on this time. We don't care where you are. Just have a good internet connection and speak English and we're good. Yeah. This is really cool, Dennis. I've appreciated this and I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, you know, it's fun to have a conversation just about like leadership and hiring and that sort of thing. And, you know, kind of setting culture. Um, so I want to say thank you so much for that. Now, um, convert.com, when somebody goes there, um, where would they engage? How, how do they start? I, I, I mean, I see a, a big button right here and you've probably run convert tests on your own website. <laughs> yeah, we run a lot of tests on, on those forms. But let me start first. Don't sign up. Perfect. If you don't know what I just talked about, don't come. Because this is not a fit for everybody. Like, don't come. It's like, if you're curious of what IB, A-B testing is like, go and read a book and stuff like, don't sign up for software. Software is the last thing you need. Mm. Go and talk to your internal team members and find a champion that is curious about it because literally before you're ready for Convert, you probably did already 50 tests on other software. And so don't come. It is about sign up for Google's free tool, Google Optimize, go and try that. That is really interesting. You can prove what works on your business. And if you make a million dollars and over, you should have some budget of 50K to be able to focus on improvement constantly on the site. And you shouldn't put things live. You should always test them. It is literally two weeks of your time and the amount of money you'll save and the proof that you have that what you're doing and what your team is doing is actually making sense is significant. So one call to action, Go and do A-B testing. Second one, don't do it with Convert unless you know what you're doing because you're going to churn. It's it's too technical. And mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing and you have a team already and you don't want to pay 100000 and annually and you want to pay 30 and hire more team members, that's a good moment for Convert. Like we save you money. You can hire more awesome people because the people make the difference in our industry. And the tool is just a tool. Yeah. All right. Dennis Vanderheiden, again, uh, the founder CEO of convert.com, uh, also uh, listed on your LinkedIn. You're the head of global happiness. Uh, this is a great conversation, Dennis. I, I really, I really appreciated this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.